0: The one thing that we do got to get into is our segment, uh, known as shiny objects. Mm -hmm. And uh, so for the listeners, what this segment is, if you haven't heard about this, it's it's just, we're going to just basically talk about what our current obsession is. It can Mm -hmm. be archery related, hunting related, it can be anything you want. It doesn't have to be an object. We talked about that before too, so... range podcast is brought to you by vapor trail archery makers of the best bowstrings money can buy originators of limb driven arrow rest technology and innovators of stokerized stabilizer systems um but yeah we'll start with you man um what is your uh, current shiny object
1: i would say if i had to if i had to the, f- the first place i go to with that is experiencing new places there you go I've I like so I get stuck, in, and I've had it explained to me in, in a way that I, I could understand is like I put my schedule together as far as like hunting and going to new places. Uh, and, and once I I put a new place or a new hunt in it, I have a hard time letting it go. Yeah. And what I mean by that is like I've worked hard to find properties, I've worked hard to, to figure out properties, and then to be successful in killing deer and da, 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 to, to not go on that hunt next year or for maybe two years right. and replace it with a new place and replace that place with a new place. And just, so I would say that, that, that would be my shiny object is to just is experiencing this new places. I just spent two, two months in uh, the mountains in Idaho. And I, it's just like, you know, hell's Canyon. I, I basically lived in like, it, it's mm-hmm. like, um, and everywhere I go, and I get a new tag, or I go to a new place, and I scout this, or I go fishing here. I it, it, it doesn't matter if it sucks; it's it's amazing.
0: Yeah. Right. right? Because it's new.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think like culturally, you get you get more experienced, and you just become better, and all the growth. So that like in a nutshell, I would say, uh, uh, pushing myself to into experiencing new places. Yeah,
2: that's awesome. Yeah, I like Another it. Another hard one to beat see so, yeah, <laughs> that's what i love
0: about this shiny objects man you know what i mean just because it brings out so many things that you maybe you wouldn't just yeah. naturally talk about yeah, right? right it might not come out naturally but you're like mm, I gotta, in question thought into this for a second
1: yes and i think that's the awesome thing is like when you get a question with you yourself somebody fires a question at you and you go
0: yeah why yeah you,
1: why do what is that for me what yeah. is that you know and that and that you know collectively you know, is a good exercise for yourself. And you start, you know, kind of rummaging through stuff. And then it, and it, it all the stuff that we talk about is connected. And that's what I love about mm-hmm. it. Right. Like, and then it goes back into expectations and this and that, and the suck and the peaks and valleys, and you just kind of process it all. And it's, I don't know man like the outdoor stuff it's like such a crazy unwritten brotherhood thing Yeah right that is just like you're just bound by this I don't know it's there's nothing else on the planet like it there mm-hmm. isn't and I love it and I'm glad I have family and I got two more brothers now and Yeah man yeah, yeah I love it yeah
2: yeah it's great community to be in it
1: is it's it is it's the strongest it's the best like you can meet somebody you've never met at a grocery store and they go I see you have like an orange hat on yeah deer hunt Uh, next thing you know like you've known each other for 10 years and that's ultimately what it is Mm -hmm. like that's it's that like it's that relating stimulants that like you you've done that I know that feeling that like you know Mm -hmm. me saying stuff and you're like oh the goosebumps and it's yeah I don't know man (laughs) you you walk into a store and you see somebody with camo you're like that's my dude. You know, like you don't say nothing to him or anything, you know? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I love it. And
2: then we all meet in a gas station. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and the guy's actually a dick. No, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) In the middle of nowhere. And then it's like, yeah i don't want to see you right now <laughs> like, we can meet yeah. in the grocery store on yeah, the season yeah. but right now i don't want to talk to yeah, you exactly.
0: yeah. yeah it's all good until you get the kuyu slash sitka showdown in the grocery oh, store yeah right? yep. that oh, happened yeah. to me last fall oh, like yeah. oh yeah you know me yeah. mugging each other it's like, <laughs> this is my public like, spot man yeah yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're still wearing your sunglasses and yeah. we're inside you yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> you think your
0: camel is gonna help you out yeah. i don't think so <laughs> uh, it's so goodness. funny that that's like a real battle <laughs> isn't uh, yeah. it, like you some realize, of the stuff yeah, yeah. is like,
2: superior it's okay
0: jason and when <laughs> he was on david brinker's podcast with uh the altitude podcast <laughs> they were talking about that because david used to work for sitka and he's it's just amazing how <laughs> these battles like people literally get in fights and arguments about the better camo or whatever yeah. <laughs> and he even admitted he said when i was working for sitka sometimes i'd see somebody wearing something else and i'd kind of be like ah, you know but he's like, it's so, so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Why do we yeah. do that? Yeah. He's like, it's yeah. just like this natural thing because I work for him. Same yeah. thing with us. Like I'm like, oh, you got a ham ski on your bow, right? Yeah, I see. Yeah. But yeah. again, you know, it's like
2: why who, i 100 who cares? Per, i 100 yeah. percent do it just to poke the bear oh like, yeah yeah. Oh, yeah just to oh, yeah. stir some yeah. shit yeah. Like, well, like, I, I've,
1: <laughs> I've debunked all those rules you know i mean living right. in the back of my truck with my walmart solids you know yeah, like yeah, exactly. I mean, like, yeah I, th- I, that's another like good thing that to cover on a podcast too sometime is like you know talking about you don't need all the fancy no. expensive shit and i think that's where mm. a lot of people are like i could never do that yeah. I, I was like, I can't afford this. I can't afford that. I can't yeah. afford that. Just mm-hmm. go, dude. Get yeah. what you can and just go. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's customers that come in. They're like, well, you know, for me, I know I don't need the Sitka, but this dude's wearing it. So I. It, Marketing and, and, works. Marketing and works. And <laughs> admittedly, he yeah. goes, you know, I'm just sitting in my deer stand. Yeah. You know, so it just makes me feel like I'm that dude. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? That's awesome. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, to your point, like yeah. my dad's like. I used to, you know, wear a shirt and, you know, blue jeans, like what the hell? That's one (laughs) of the, that's one
1: of the best bits of advice that I've ever heard from anything anywhere is spend money on hunting experiences, not hunting stuff.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's,
1: that's what I do. Like, I mean, I'll spend thousands of dollars every season on tags and it's like, I, I, if I could go buy the top of the line stuff and everything, you know, sure. Everybody would like that, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's like, again, you make your sacrifices where you can and I'm going to spend all my money and channel all my energy on just freaking being there because without being there all this other stuff is you know you'll have guys that have you know 50 new bows and all the latest stuff and all of this stuff then they'll turn around and bitch about how expensive gas and tags and everything are Mm
2: -hmm. yeah you (laughs) forgot i could spend three
1: seasons with the shit you got you know (laughs) if i sold it on craigslist like i could i mean really like it's i mean this Mm -hmm. how how much i've learned that you don't need much. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: because then you forget to budget for those tags, yeah. the gas, all the food, you, all everything you else. All you really
1: need is the belly fire.
2: Right, like, The rest exactly. of the shit just it <laughs> yeah, It'll play it. itself out. Play the wind right. You're yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome.
0: What about you there, Hollywood? What's oh, your God, uh, shiny object? Up,
2: huh? I don't know. There's a lot of things I run into every day, so I just squirrel brain. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. New for the 2023 archery season is our brand new online arrow customizer. Build your victory or Easton arrows with multiple vein options, configurations, and custom arrow wraps in a large array of designs and colors. Spine indexing and expedited build options are also available so you can get back out in the field and flinging in style. Check out the Vapor Trail Arrow Customizer at www.vaportrailarchery.com forward slash arrow customizer. I don't know. I, it's hard for me to get the, I don't know. I keep referencing South Dakota, but I guess that's my fire right now. It was just, it was just like last year for North Dakota, you know, it was first time there mm-hmm. last year. And I was all fired up all summer. And now my dad and I kind of have an idea for where we're going to be for public, you know, hunting and it took us all of a month to finally find a spot. And, you know, we're going to probably go out there in August or late September and scout it out and hunt. There it. you go. Nice. It's just, a. Uh, I I think the excitement's there again. Like now, I don't know for the last month, I haven't really been shooting, but now I'm like, okay, we, we got this spot. We've seen some inside reviews that I know it's successful. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Oh dude, I got to get out and shoot now. So I'm like, yeah, I don't know that I'm kind of burning on the South Dakota thing again, where I'm just like, I'm ready. and, and, Again, maybe a plug for our aero customizer here, but <laughs> now that that's going to be done and live by the time this airs, yeah. oh man, it's a good breath of air yeah, I mean, fresh air to take. It will be, a, you know, just focusing on hunting and busy season, man. Busy season's here, so yeah. we're starting to get slaughtered in the pro shop, so focus shift for sure.
0: Yeah, I, it was kind of cool because I didn't know, you, when you told me, I didn't know your dad was going with you, so that's awesome. Um, yeah. That's, that's really awesome, man. You got to treasure those moments. Yeah. I know you, you said your dad is gone. My dad died of cancer in 2018. And even, even then 13 years prior to that, he wasn't really able to hunt anymore. Just got to a point where he just couldn't go. And that was kind of crushing a little bit. But at the same time, it's like, I kind of started to figure out too, that it wasn't really his thing. The only reason he ever went hunting was for me. Yeah. And that's, (laughs)
1: and that itself is so powerful. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I was just like,
2: but. Awesome that your dad gets to go with you. Yeah. right? Um, so, yeah, you guys are going to have a blast. I think for me it's like that that part of growing up and becoming a more mature hunter is just like we butt heads, you know, yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. But, I mean, we've been there for each other for muskie fishing and his biggest yeah. deer and whatnot. But it's like, yeah. you know, he's always talked about going west in this last year. Yeah. I finally, like, text him, like, you know, one day I'm going to want that back and want yeah. that moment. I was mm-hmm. like, dude, give me, your, give me your license number. Give me your, you know, all the information yeah. I need. I'll plug it in, we'll apply together, do it. And I'm yeah, like grew. I'm forcing him to go yeah. now. So it's like it's like, you know, yeah, again, we're probably gonna have some moments. We all do, whoever we're hunting yeah. with our buddies, there's gonna be a day where everything just sucked complete ass but with and you're like, a, be mad, but like the, the elders be that it. like
1: you grew up with, you know, that were kind of there like helping you get into it and all that right. stuff, and like you're young, you're a young kid, and then when you kind of become, you know, a man and you're with those those mentors there's something really cool about being hunting with them because you can take on some of the responsibility and right. it's kind of the full circle and you can, you can, it's a rite of passage. Like mm-hmm. I'm a man now and look yeah. what you taught me and you it's, and, and I know that they're going, you know, they're proud and like, I did a good job and look at you're doing here. And you're it's, it's really cool when you can, you can have that dynamic and, and be able to go through and hunt like,
2: right. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. He was dragging my deer and now I push them all the way and tell me, Tell him, yeah. you know, let me do it. <laughs> yeah. you know? and, and just I, like
1: you said, like getting his information and, you know, getting the stuff lined up for a hunt, like, you know, that's something that like maybe he wouldn't do by himself or whatever. Mm-hmm, now you're yeah. kind of taking the reins a little bit. Whereas where, when you were younger, he had the reins and it's just this, right? it's this full circle deal that like when you get to hunt, like with a mentor, you know, and a family member, it's, I don't know, man, there's nothing. Like it's so cool, yeah, but right. button heads are not, like, <clears> it's just, you know, yeah. I, I just love it. Like, when I hear people say that they're going out with their dad and stuff, like, it's just, ah, it's awesome.
0: Yeah, it'll be fun. And and so, remember the lesson here about expectation, right? Yeah. I know. And that's not to say it, not even about killing a deer or anything like that, because right. I think about, so, you know, I hunted with Ben out in North Dakota many, mm-hmm. many years, and his dad would come with us. And he just loves being outside. He just, he's all about it. He, he's not about getting over the next ridge, getting over the next ridge, getting, he's like, you guys are nuts. I don't, I'm just going to stay back here. You guys go have fun. And we're like, okay, crazy dude. We're out of here. Yeah, yeah, And so we bail. And then we, after the day we come back and he's like, yeah, I saw like 50 deer. I had like six of them walk right out in front of me right here. Yeah. <sighs> he's like, I just sat here all day and just watched them come by and he didn't even want to, didn't even care to shoot one. So again, if your dad's like, all right, I just want to sit here.
2: Do it. Yeah. Let them. And yeah. Go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right now. Or I, chill like, with them, whatever yeah, way you want to go. Yeah, but I've kind of already set the stage like where, you know, our plan for the first trip out is going to be it's scouting. Cause that's what I did yeah. last time. I mean, yeah. it's, it's hunting season, yeah. but I, I've never been there. Yeah, I, exactly. I don't know any, I have no yep. information yep. Uh, of people that have hunted this spot to know. Yeah. Is there even going to be anything there? I have mm-hmm. no idea. I could see yep. a prairie dog and that'd be yep. it. So it's yep. like, uh, it's For a scouting sure. mission. We yep. find a deer yep. even better. If we kill yep. a deer. Oh my God. That yep. is far beyond the yep. expectation of the first hunt. And that's what's so awesome
1: trip. about those scouting trips. Cause a lot of the times, I mean, I realize they can't happen because it is so far and like the right. resources, but it, Again, back to the expectations is like a scouting trip really helps you curve that expectation, Mm -hmm. you know, where where it's going to be. So when you go back out there, you can like go, you know, okay, we spent three days. We saw this for deer. This is the kind of the quality of deer we saw. And, you know, that way, when you go back into it, I think your trip and that's a part of scouting where I think people don't really realize when you're just scouting, they think like you're just specifically looking for a deer and all this. And it's like you can go back and like take this lump of data that you've gathered through these days and go, you know, maybe I'm not going to go into this thinking I'm going to shoot this huge deer. I'm going to really enjoy the camping and maybe a little bit more of the fishing. And like, you know, Mm -hmm. on this part of it, it's still going to be fun. And I think overall that scouting just helps like the, the, the aesthetics of like, you know, what you walk out of that trip with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's a part of scouting that I think. A lot of people don't. They just go, shit, we didn't see much. It sucks. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> that just made you going back into it. Like mm-hmm. you now, when you actually do go, you're going to have a better time.
2: You just gain that knowledge, man. Because
1: if you rammed into this thing thinking you're going to just everywhere behind every tree and you go there and it does kind of suck, like mm-hmm. then you're really going to be let down. Yeah.
0: Right. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, so maybe yeah. you bring a little bit more fishing stuff, or you spend a little bit more time doing this or exploring yeah. that, and like.
2: Yeah. Yeah, man. Our plan is just to kind of hang out, and have fun. Yeah, bring some binos. Heck yeah, <laughs> and the yeah. bows will be yeah. there. The bows will be there on opening day. So hell yeah,
0: it, it's such a cliche thing to say, but yes, I mean just have fun. Yeah. some people forget yeah. about yeah. that. You know, right. I've been hunting with some people where they just like, I I'm like I can't hunt with that person anymore. Yeah. It's, it's just it's too much. Kill too negative. Too you know I get I mean? it, dude. Yeah. Like it's just and 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 that's the one thing too. Like if you guys can if you guys can. That's funny hang out and even though you said you butt heads right yeah but you can still work through it that's huge too yeah right just like griffin and damon you know same thing what they were talking about how you know they just get at each other's throats once in a while or they get mad at each other or whatever and that's normal right just how do you how do you deal with it or you know whatever so that's what i think what makes a really good hunting hunting buddy right you know yeah Yeah. compromise like Mm -hmm.
1: there's a there's a lot like because again the the levels like for me like it's hard for me to go at somebody that has like that's going to get up on the 16th day and go, today's the day. They're just going to look at you and go, no, it's not. You know, like, I'm sick of this shit. Like, this (laughs) isn't enough, dude. You're nuts. Like, this is it. Like, this clearly sucks. We've been doing this for two weeks. Like, it's not. So, like, it's hard for me. Like, that's why I do a lot of stuff solo because my balance is a lot different than people. And, Mm -hmm. you know, by a week they're like, yeah, you're not living the dream. This sucks. like, you know. so like when you do go on a trip with somebody there is a level of compromise that needs to happen you know and this just like your buddy that you said that you know you guys go ahead yeah i'll stay here like i'm okay with staying back if you Mm -hmm. guys are okay with me staying back yeah cool Mm -hmm. and it just works out
0: yeah yeah Yeah. it's fine i mean especially when you see he's like just he's ripping layers off and he's just like what This is this is not what I signed up for. Yeah, it's like if you did
1: that for the next week, you'd be miserable and you wouldn't have a good trip.
0: Yeah, right. And that's okay. Again, it's all about you know what what are you there for? The fulfillment for him was to be there with his son. Yep. Yep. And to experience the the outcome. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And and also just just be out there, be outside, yep. you know, yep. all that kind of stuff. He doesn't have to hike yep. 10 miles to get the fulfillment he needs. He's perfectly right. fine just chilling right there. Yep. And he saw more deer than we did. Yep. So exactly. <laughs> there's a lesson to <laughs> be learned there, right? Um, so, yeah, but my uh, my shining object right now uh, is this guy. This is the, uh, I just got the ultra view button. So I have actual object, um, but I've always wanted to move to this style of release uh, just because I know that technically speaking, the way that I draw a bow and my form and everything isn't really the way that it should be, I guess, but it depends, right? I've For as long as I've been shooting a bow, right, I've been just like, whatever, I don't care about all of, all that. Right. What, what I do works for me, right? Yeah. But now I'm starting to get this hearing more and more from people, the more you shoot a ball, the, the more likely you are to develop bad habits and then get target panic. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to avoid that by, you know, rectifying that and just starting to fix my form, starting to shoot better, um, starting to use different tools. It doesn't necessarily mean that this is the best tool to use. Just always right. wanted to try it. I always wanted to play with it. And right. I'm just loving it. I, mm-hmm. it's just, uh, just sitting there, you know, if I'm sitting at home or something watching a show, I just sit there with the D loop material and just, you know, yeah. and just keep doing yeah. it, keep doing it, keep doing it. And then, so you kind of got me on the train of with the Joel Turner thing. Yeah. And shot Josh, IQ. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but shot IQ. Yep. Um, so this gentleman was a SWAT sniper, police officer, all that kind of stuff, taught people how to shoot, but didn't really know how to shoot himself. Sure. And then so had to really push himself to figure out like, what do you, how do you figure out the, uh, the mental game of knowing that there's this explosion that's coming? You mm-hmm. like, you can't really can't do it. Yep. You know what I mean? So getting over that and then just going super into detail, which we won't go into here cause I won't get any of it right. <laughs> um, but that's really kind of been my thing. I've really been focused on that and just trying to figure out. Because it's, it's really intriguing when you yeah, break sure. it down to like the scientific level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not about, oh, you just do this and it works. Like He's really breaking it down yeah. to a psychological yep. level. And I love how he, well, he, when he was on Rogan, he kind of related it to how martial artists train. Bow hunting is different, or shooting a bow is different because you have to, you know, you draw the bow back and you just have to shoot it, right? Like you don't go through classes and, and, and they go, okay, this is how you draw a bow and then this is how right. you shoot it. And t- I mean, most people just pick up a bow and start shooting it and then they get better and better and then that's how they do it. So this concept of understanding and making decisions as opposed to just letting things happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really really interesting. So that's my that's my thing. For sure. And it's awesome. Plug that's- for Joel Turner. Hopefully we're, we we want to try to get that guy on here. <laughs> yeah. Cuz boy, could we go down a rabbit hole with that. Oh but, god, it'd be um, bad. But yeah, I don't, you know,
2: I don't. Know. Yeah, that his style of shooting. I've listened to some of his stuff and it, I've been working on it for, you know, two, three months now. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like one of those things. It's like almost placebo maybe like he's definitely sure, on to something, yeah, but yeah. I'm just like, yeah, maybe my shooting has gotten that much better because now I'm more yeah, actively exactly. thinking yeah, about sure. every single step that I'm in and what I'm doing. E- yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I think you were saying earlier too, you can apply it to real life. Like, you know, actively think about yeah. what's going on here and, you know, just thinking through everything before yep. it happens, you yeah, know, I mean, and, and I have, talk yourself through it, dude, I've shot, everything. you know, some of my best games. I mean, having the right equipment helps though, too. I mean, yep. having an eight power lens, yep. you know, yep. <laughs> when, when yep. the targets that big, you know, yep. in my scope. Yeah, that helps. But, yeah. you know, having some of that shot execution is just huge. And, yeah. You know, Listen to what he's got it's pretty sweet and I actually got to play at that new release just yesterday and mm-hmm. it's pretty nice
0: and what what gets me going is well because initially my thought was well this how does this really apply to hunting this is to me this is all about trying to hit a penny at 20 yards yeah. right, and do it 60 times in a row yeah but really the, the kind of the way what made him really want to start doing this was all the times that he had missed animals mm-hmm. or had a bad shot at an animal And then when he started having good shots, he started thinking back as to, okay, what was the process that I went through to do that? And he wasn't really what he calls blueprinting it. He was like, well, I didn't really blueprint what I was doing, so I'm not sure what to do next Mm -hmm. time to make sure that I do it again. And then he started just making a more conscious decision of always making sure he's making the perfect shot, no matter what. Mm -hmm. And so, again, it's part of that decision-making process because... I've had, I can't tell you how many times I've shot in an animal mist and I can't even, I couldn't even walk you through my process. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, did I even look through my peep? Yeah. I have no idea.
1: Yeah. 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 But I, see, I think too, like on the, on the flip side of what you're saying, there's also that level of like, you can get inside your own head with so much stuff. Yep.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's
1: like shooting, shooting a uh, traditional is that way. Like oh dude, I read so many books and so on. Like, cause it's like, you know, and you'll shoot, and you're like, I'm, I'm not like this isn't like, it's, it's here, but I want to be here, and then you, so you start adopting like some new form stuff and some new mm-hmm. techniques and stuff, and then this and then that, and then it's just like, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I don't even know how to shoot this thing anymore, <laughs> and then I just say, piss on it all, I'm just gonna right. look at my target and shoot it, and by God,
0: yeah, once yeah.
1: you kind of flush that out of your head, I mean, there's a, there's a point of like, growth and wanting to learn, and I guess that's all internal, is like where that line is for you Mm -hmm. but i know that i've crossed that line to where like i've given myself so much information and research so much it's like you know so like you shoot your longbow it's like you you don't get to like roll back and kind of fall into that pocket and get everything ready and how does this feel and you can let down and go okay no it's because i know as soon as i feel this touch here here and here it's happening yeah. Like it yeah. just has to happen. Mm-hmm. And then like you said, during practice, it's like, I'll shoot and, boom, and it's like, well, shit, I don't, I don't even know where, did I touch that? Like, was it mm-hmm. this, ah, and so like, <laughs> and, and it becomes like, it's super addicting. Like you just yeah. can't get enough of it, but you, you can really, you got to be careful. Cause I'll tell people like you, you'll get inside your own head and you're yeah. trying to go through these processes that you have. <laughs> a split second to go through and you kind of just got to shake a lot of that stuff off. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Information overload and, yeah. and
1: just stick to like with what you're doing and like what, and then you can, you know, like once you get this, this kind of down, then you can start working on, you know, uh, you know, your release and like, cause everything with trad is like so exaggerated. Like it's mm-hmm. the tiniest pluck is like, you know, like there's no forgiveness right. on stuff, you know, the only forgiveness you really have is the length of your bow.
2: You yeah. Know?
0: Right. Right yeah it's to go back to um what you were saying about that his so one of his things is the biggest mistake that people make is they're aiming mm-hmm. like they're actively yeah. that's where their focus is where your focus really should be on the process yeah, yeah. going Total through sense. the motion yep. and then you and he had this saying um that i thought was really interesting i want see if i can remember it it was uh something about being able to pull
2: the trigger slow enough oh. to stop it to stop it yeah Having enough control over your trigger mm, to stop or it, or the motion to stop it, yeah, and go back, yeah, because that's a big thing for hinge hinge shooters like myself. Like rolling it over, it's like going out of speed fast enough to where you'll get there, but you're not there for so damn long that you're aiming yeah. forever, and then you're in your head, and then everything goes down the yeah. window. Yeah, but if something's not right, whatever it might be, you can still let down. Yeah, you, you can still back yeah. out of mm-hmm. it. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, I really want to dive more into it because it's really, it's, it's a little bit, like, overwhelming because, he, you oh, know, yeah. when he talks about his son, Bodie, who won Vegas, 15 years old, right? So mm-hmm. this is kind of how this whole thing started, and everybody started paying attention, like, whoa, what, how's it, you know, what's yeah, going yeah. on? Yeah. Uh, and he talks about how his focus, just the way that he, he's very, his son's very intentional on every shot, and he was just like, I just, I can tell that he's going to put it in the X every time. I can just see it. And he's like, then you see some of these other guys and it just starts getting in their head and they're just like they're they're over there, you know, you know moving around and twitchy and nervous and all that kind of stuff. And but then, you know, Rogan had made a comment about concentration and he was like, Well, no, it's not about concentration though. Mm -hmm. He's like, It's again, it's about having that process and it's about mechanical things, like you said, like the string touching a certain part of your face or like how, you know, he's got that new release now that has a clicker or some bows have a click on it. Mm -hmm. Those kinds of things are really important. You don't necessarily need that, but he was like some of the things that you do, like the last thing I heard him talk about was how people kind of talk themselves into like the fine, like here we go, release, that sort (laughs) of thing. Like going through that motion. He was like all the most successful shooters that I know say something before they shoot. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Hmm, that's interesting. Whether you have to physically say it or mentally say it, I don't know. He didn't really get into that, but it's just interesting to me because I'm not really so interested about hitting the penny at 20, but I'm really interested in never missing a deer again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Ever. And yeah. not having that, you know, it, it's the worst feeling when you've worked so hard to yeah. get there and right. the odds are against you. Like yeah. we talked about, and then you blow it yeah. and mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, that's tough. What happened? Yep. How yep. did this happen? I shot fifteen thousand arrows in my backyard and every single one of them hit where i wanted to and then you know again obviously what happened you got you know the animal was in front of you it's a different yeah. ball game but having being able to have that control right yeah. and and maybe make the decision like well maybe i don't need to pull the trigger right now or like, knowing when to wait or just right knowing to go through your process so you're not after yeah. the fact going geez um I'm not sure I even had my people lined with my sight. I know, can tell uh, you what went wrong. That deer took three more steps
2: closer. Well, and <laughs> down a hill. that. You know? and, and I mean too, what like a, to me?
1: a lot of that. A lot of that is it just boils down to just being in front of animals. Yeah. Yes. You know, like mm-hmm. in guiding, you can really tell people like, you know, well, well, this and that, and how they how they react when when this target animal comes in and all this stuff, and it's just a matter of like, you learn a lot of that just through the years of experience mm-hmm. of having yourself in that situation
2: definitely mm-hmm. and there's
1: there's no substitute for it unfortunately
2: mm, no. you know? and, and for us living in minnesota it's tough with like super deer, tough mule deer yep. but it's like i know that feeling now where it's like yep. i could totally pick out that person too now because yep. I, I saw it in myself where yep. it's like you know yep. having more experience in front of that deer and that's the great thing about like letting so many white tails walk yeah. is you learn so much more about them, both like mule deer. Mm-hmm. Like I had to learn so much in yeah. like, you know, 16 days. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, yeah. Just, had, just spotting them takes a little while, right?
0: Like mm, knowing what yeah. you're looking for, Oh yeah. my gosh, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Cause I can't tell you when I first started, Ben would be like, oh yeah, hey, there's some deer over there. And I'm like, where? <laughs> yeah. He's like, see him yet? Nope. See him yet? Uh, no. Nope. Yep. And then he's yeah. like, all right. So he sets his binoculars up on his tripod. He's like, all right, come over here and look through mine. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, there are deer over there. You know what I mean? And then eventually yep. when you first, when you start to see them, then you're like, okay, well, I kind of know what I'm looking for. Yep. Right. You know, but then the Dakotas are always great, especially when you get a little bit of snow and every little spot yeah. of snow looks like a mule yeah. deer tail. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. That <laughs> happened to me, man.
1: <laughs> what, what I struggle with a lot in them scenarios is like, you, you can pull up to some ground and like walk out on a high point and go, no deer. Mm-hmm. But it's full of deer. Yeah. It's just tiny little micro deals and like, and then all of a sudden you're like, well, I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to eat my sandwich and a little bag of chips and just hang out for a Mm. while. I I don't know. I have nothing else to do. um, And then all of a sudden it's like, what the hell? Yeah. deer stands up out of its bed and it goes to shift, you know, and get out of the sun. And it's like, and then you're like, well, okay, you know, and then there's spots where it's like, you'll sit there all evening when the deer really start to get up and start moving and Mm -hmm. it's like, boom, 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 boom. And it's like... (laughs) you just you really got to learn to just chill out yeah like I, I physically like out loud tell myself that a lot like slow down
2: dude. yep like, i remember rick telling me that when i was heading out there slow just sit for a bit because you, you want to look wait. at it
1: and go there's nothing here because we're so programmed to this there's stuff everywhere they pull opposite mm, right. and you go out there and it's like what? i remember the very first time i walked through these like little drainages and stuff whatever and it was western south like, oh, dakota it's like this is stupid yeah. there's nothing here. This is, d- this is a d- this is so yeah. dumb. Mm-hmm. I started walking I started blowing mule deer out of that bitter brush. Like oh, yeah. just like crazy. Just yeah. b- I'm just like, Oh geez. Oh, there's a buck. Oh, yeah. what the heck? Yeah. You know? And it was like, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, it's a learning curve and you got to kind of give yourself grace too, because you know, say, say you're there for two weeks. Well, that's a, two weeks. Like think of what you know here, you spent your whole life learning
0: it. Mm-hmm. Right. So you got to be yeah.
1: give yourself a little grace and not right. be hard on yourself and, realize it is a a learning process right
0: definitely and one of the things we had to learn too and well we'll learn the hard way a few times is kind of i guess knowing when you're like okay there probably isn't a lot of deer in here i need to move on yeah because we've done that too where it's just like no just sit it out you know and you'll you'll sit a spot for like three days yeah and then we're like yeah dude and then we go to this other spot and it's like they're everywhere yeah Yeah. this is where we need to be and
1: and that's mule deer like that's something i've really learned with mule deer is like they're th- like they're th- you're in them or you're not.
2: Yep. Yeah. Just you're, you're in that. them or
1: you're not. Yep. It's one or the other. And I mean, it's I'm not saying you can't go to spots and like see a handful of deer and da da da. But right. but you when you're in deer, it's like oh dude, there's a couple over there. Oh, oh, there's one. See that clip? Like, you know, uh, you're in them. Like yeah. You're in there's them. a pile yeah. of when you fi- when you find the ground that the deer, whatever they're correlating to, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's a certain type of graze or there's more water, mm-hmm. you know, that year than there is anywhere else. Like, but when you're in them and you find them, you're in them.
2: Right. <laughs> and it's thick yeah and it's like
1: that's just like the thing too is like going slow and like giving yourself grace it's like just keep hitting your spots and stay with it stay persistent and so it's like oh there's no deer here there's no deer here what the hell are we gonna do and then all of a sudden you're in them yeah, and then yeah. it, now all of a sudden the shittiest trip just turned yeah. into the best one yeah.
0: For sure vapor trail is now offering an exclusive discount to the range podcast listeners enter promo code trp15 that's trp15 at checkout for 15 percent off vtx bowstrings and vapor trail and stokerize branded t-shirts hats and other gear